Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Say it ain't fucking so, man. My name is Anthony Robinson. Welcome back for another moment of truth with the reality is where filtering becomes extinct. And before we get started, I just want to let you guys know we got a God around here. Tristan Walker, the razor God, Bevel Razors. This guy was offered over 500 fucking million dollars by Gillette to buy him out. He said, nah, I'll pass. Now that's black excellence. Some people are probably wondering why is he talking about Tristan Walker? He is not being endorsed by Tristan Walker. No, I am not. But when I see black excellence and I see people doing their thing, man, I want to give a salute. And a shout out to Tristan Walker for doing what he does. I don't have anything worth $500 million for anybody to offer me, but I was asked the question, if your podcast got to a point to where you could make real money off of it, would you sell it? Would you give up the voice for the people that you try to have the, that platform for that type of money? I'm not selling out my motherfucking soul. So that's why I'm giving out a fucking salute to Tristan Walker for saying no to Gillette. For being one of the first black-owned razor companies built for us, built by us, for black men with coarse hair, man. Shout out to Tristan Walker. We got another great show coming up, man. I got the homie Gary that came in the studio with me this week. Gabrielle is back in the studio. We got great topics. We have a lot of fucking fun on this one, y'all. So with no further ado, let's get it. Today it is all my fault trying to get everything set up in the studio. We got it's the home. We got all this yeah. nice, beautiful new equipment. Hey, yeah, we that's a good try- reason we, to we be. We're trying late. to upgrade, man. Shoot. We're trying to upgrade. Okay. So we got Gabby back. Hey, thank you for being what back. Up? We got uh, Gary. He has risen from the grave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, my God, I've been, I've been buried in books. <laughs> and came out Shit, bro. to breathe for a little bit. Yeah, some messages started for me this week too, man. And it's like, I mean. Spanish, Spanish, uh, race, crime, and justice, and a women's health class. I'm taking an oral communications class. Is that oral sex communication or talking? No, it's speech. (laughs) I feel sick. They got to make it sound. Yeah, they got to make it sound. Oral communication is speech. It's a speech class. Anytime I hear oral anything, it's certain words, no matter what people are talking. It it just triggers it. And I'm like, okay. And you can always think about something sexual. Right, because as a matter of fact, in my oral communications class, my teacher this week, um, we have, of course, a speech next week. Uh And she was just like, you know what? Do it to yourself in the mirror watch yourself just do it over and over and I'm in yeah. class like about it to, sounds you like, know what though yeah. that, that professor probably did that on purpose I promise you she, she did because a lot of them professors be, like, be wild like they be out like, there so especially when you're in it. class because you know they know kids are thinking certain things yeah. you know what I'm saying so they already know when they say certain stuff what they you know yeah. what's being said and why you saying it and why you even doing it mm-hmm. oh I can't wait for my Starbucks <laughs> you got I Starbucks on the way it's on the way I'm coming up. Help is on the way. 
Them, I was smelling them donuts sitting out there. I, I almost grabbed one. Who I know box they was that? I, I did don't see know, that. But I, um, don't leave uh, it on the table because that tells yeah. me it's that it's free game. Yeah, it's, it's for everybody. Yeah. Uh, you leave that shit out. That's just like donuts. I remember when we used to take our church trips, bro. We would come down and uh, come to Dallas, and I remember we came to Dallas one time, and all the guys, you know, we used to stay in the room. So this is a guy named Ronald. Didn't say his last name this time. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was this guy named Ronald, and he always had these box of uh, like oatmeal pies. Mm-hmm. So like we, you know, we went to church in the morning time. You know, we had our little break in the evening, and we came back that you know that mm-hmm. night. So one of us, a couple of us, didn't go to church that night. So we were playing a video game. We were playing Madden at that time, and yeah, we ramshacked that nigga's uh, oatmeal, oatmeal cake. Pies. He was probably mad. Oh, he was hot. Nobody even said anything. He came in asking, trying to fight everybody. But when everybody <laughs> has eaten one, nobody's gonna tell right, on anybody. Right. So he's just sitting there like, what the hell is and going on? That's the worst. You know what? He probably was in service thinking like, oh, when I get, get back o- to my room, yeah. I'm going to tear them I'm things gonna tear up. Them. I'm going to give me some milk. And uh, then he get back. And it's gone. And it's gone. That's the worst yeah. feeling ever. Like, mm-hmm. I, I will shed a tear. I used to eat he my mama's stuff. don't go to church no more because of that. He <laughs> <laughs> God ain't real. <laughs> he wouldn't do me like he this. He wouldn't allow this. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know, I used to do that to my mom all the time. My mom would buy something. And you know, it's funny when you're a kid, your mom would tell you not to do something or don't eat something. You know, they put their name on something mm-hmm. in the refrigerator. And as a kid, I would just cut like a little bit off. Like, she ain't gonna notice this. Yeah. Even with a Snicker bar, even with a soda, it's like, I am I can drink a little bit of it and she's not gonna notice. Mm-hmm. I realize as a grown person, we oh, you know. our parents allowed us to get by with so much oh, yeah. shit. Because now you look at stuff. I know when I tell my niece not to do something, I may be like, she may ask me for like a slice of pie around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. She's like, can I get a piece of pie? I'm like, yeah, just get this small piece don't get it don't yeah. get anything else to tomorrow you wake up the next morning you can tell by the way the foil is wrapped that a yeah. kid did this yes that's funny right that's funny because i mean it's not just kids i mean i had a grown my grown cousin was living with us and anytime he and he wasn't messy or nothing yeah. but, but i could just tell like anytime somebody messed with something that i had put in yeah. i can tell if the foil's not put back the way it was or if the you know i can just tell when somebody had been messing with stuff well i put stuff in a certain way like i like if i say don't touch my phone I'll put my phone to where it's like that line is right over and, and remember, the mic, and I'll be like, okay, if that move, if it if it's moved a little bit, yeah. I know somebody touched it. I don't care if you bumped it by accident or something. Yeah. I know at that moment somebody touched it. Yeah. So one of the things uh, I wanted to discuss today, um, I had an article sent to me uh, from one of the professors at University of Texas, Julian Rodriguez, which he hopefully he'll be coming on the show here soon. But he sent me an article and it was talking about are smart people less racist? And off the top of my mind, for me, I could see what this is about because it kind of ties into religion too because when you're not educated or if you just sit up and let the pastor preach to you and you really don't know the Bible Mm -hmm. or you don't have an open mind or critical thinking skills, whatever he tells you, it's a-okay. And Gary, I know you can attest to this because I know even growing up, it's certain things that I heard in church when I've gotten older and I learn a little things, a couple of things, take some philosophy classes, read some theological books and things and I'm like, how is this even even possible? Prime example, like for, for the Bible, getting off topic a little bit, but far as the Bible, I remember talking to somebody about the Bible about what was the flood the in uh, Sodom and Gomorrah flood? No, the no. You talking about Noah's, Noah's Ark? Okay, Noah's Ark. Yeah. How was that over the whole? I'm thinking about when they, you know, they said that they, the yeah. world was, you know, yeah. over yeah. or something. Right. But I was even with the Sodom and Gomorrah thing. I was like, Sodom and Gomorrah ain't nothing but New Orleans and California and Miami and mm-hmm. Las Vegas right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if he destroyed that one place, 
that's like fucking Katrina wiping out New Orleans. But okay. Las Vegas still out there. They still fucking and doing drugs. <laughs> so in my mind, I'm like, you didn't even know the, geo- the, the demographic or the geographical area back in that time. It took, if you riding a horse or walking, it took people years. Mm-hmm. Years. I think it, when they talked about... Um, the Trail of Tears from the Indians going from here to California. It took like two years. Yeah. Them niggas didn't know that nothing else was going on on the other side of the world. So when you think like that and start thinking logic, right. you just kind of be like, how is that even possible? Yeah, and the thing with the, the thing with religion, too, is like, it's almost like, and, and mainly it's in conservative, more conservative kind of churches and things like that, um, because like it's almost like you're taught not to think logically, or, or not even logically, because there's there's a logic in some of the faith statements and things like that that may not make sense in other kinds of ways, um, but you're taught not to think critically a lot of times, and I think that's the problem, because you still have to have members to have a church, you've got to have members in a church that will pay tithes to keep the lights on at the church so there's all those issues that are real and it's, it's understandable it's just like any other business or any yeah. other situation where you got to pay the bills right. you got to pay the bills right. some kind of way the problem is a lot of pastors are scared to actually equip their people to think critically for themselves because that might mean they might get up and leave the church mm-hmm. you know and that means that you know yo you're not gonna be able to pay the bills or you're not gonna get your salary or whatever so i think it you know power man is also it plays into that because <clears throat> if you can keep Keep people ignorant. You can keep them doing what you want them to do. Church has a starting like, but, I, but I feel like that a lot of times you want to stay, you choose to stay ignorant because I hear a lot of people say things like that. And like, so I go to the Potter's house and so many people like, I ain't going over there because he doing this, he doing that, he doing that. And half the stuff that they say is not even true. And then when I say, well, why don't you just come to see for yourself? I ain't going over there. They don't know I don't nothing. want, I don't want to walk, I don't want to walk across the street. I don't want to go in there because I know he's going to ask for my W-2. And it's like, none of these things are even real. I did hear the same thing and about TBJ. Church and none of it is real. None of that is true. And yeah, it's just right. kind of like, but, but you're choosing to stay ignorant because I'm telling you, why don't you just come and see for yourself right. and make a judgment for yourself yeah. versus listen to what people say? Yeah. Somebody yeah. told me you had to pay, when I first moved here 10 years ago, they was like, you got to pay $25 to get in the, to Potter's right. house. I remember I was like, fuck that. When I come in, it better be a bitch in there <laughs> with a seat for me and a drink. Potter's like, house got a cover charge. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Like ridiculous. it's a club, but it was a lie. But I right. believe yeah. that tr- just off my own experience, Experiences, and we'll get to the race part because church is so big. I feel like churches have a starting five. You said something very good, Gary, when you said about the part where you were like, they have positions of people who they got to know what to say and how to say it for the people who paying the tithes. I know where I was at. We had a couple of families that had the money in the church. They were the ones who were paying the most in tithes and offerings and everything like that. It was kind of like the Medici's back in the day. So it was kind of like they would pay this certain amount of money and you couldn't touch them. You couldn't say nothing bad about them. Their kids was golden, even if the motherfuckers was rugrats. Yeah. But you couldn't do anything about that. Then you had the people who were kind of like the lower income families who you could easily get them to clean the church because they just want to be a part of something. They want to have some kind of title right. because outside of the church, they really don't have a title. Then you have somebody who may um, that may be educated that's teaching like the Sunday school classes. Then you got the choir directors. Then you just have your own individuals uh, right. clicks and stuff right. it's just so much that goes on in churches man that it's just unreal but and it, I mean it's just and like I said it's just like other businesses yeah, it's just like, it's like with anything. Any, anywhere where there's a group of people where there has to be some kind of leadership yeah. some kind of followership like you're gonna have all those politics yeah. and churches are all different and yeah you're right it, it usually is you know especially in small churches that tend to do pretty well it's usually a couple or in small people towns. yeah in small towns it's usually a few 
few families in there that basically make the church go. And those are the ones that have all the power. They're the ones telling the pastor, uh, don't preach that anymore. And, yeah. you know, a lot yeah. of times exactly. the pastor, you Especially know. in Baptist churches, and I didn't even know that stuff was real. But see, the thing about my church, the one I used to go to, because it's not my church anymore, you couldn't tell this, you couldn't tell him nothing. So this is, you trying back at home? Yeah, you couldn't tell him nothing. They didn't have that. You come uh, in there and say, don't preach this, he's going to be like, what you doing in my office? He didn't have yeah. that kind of range. That's why the whole time I was there, 20-something years, he was there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, I had seen Baptist churches where, like you say, it's like they give him a contract of five years, and if he does good, they renew that contract. If not, or then he's not out even of a contract. You know, it's like the board of trustees. Yeah, exactly. Go the old deacons and, with yeah. no draws and balls on the left side of their leg. <laughs> The sit gap leg on the on the uh, stage, everybody got them. But I think yeah. it's so different. I, I I think that's one of my issues when people like I guess judge church. It's so different. And yeah. I, I feel like you can't put group all of them together. Oh, right. you can't. Like you know, it's, it's a, like you can't variety. say right, yeah. right. It's not every church is not the same. Every church is not ran the same way. No. There are good churches and there are bad churches, just like with anything else. Good yeah. cops, bad cops. Good lawyers, bad lawyers. And I feel like so many people put so much weight on the church that they grew up in. Uh, that did the right, wrong right, thing. and it's kind of like you just categorize everything, every, every all churches the same way, yeah. and I feel like that's unfair, especially when as much as we talk about like relationships, it's like you get hurt by one woman. I was about and to you say the, the same thing; one. they do the same thing, or, so or like, black women, you or, know, or black women, exactly. Right, exactly. Yeah, and so yeah. it's just kind of like that's Good so point. unfair that, um, and I hate to use unfair because really nothing is fair, but yeah. you know, just for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. like I don't feel like that's just that you put everything in the same category. Yeah. Now with the the smart people less racist, I'm gonna read the as I knock the mic clean out yeah. the way. Um, I'm gonna read the bullet points, and it and uh, it was the test was done by Jeffrey T. Watke. He's black. I mean, he's white. What's his last name? Watke. Watkey. Like he was going to be Watkins. Yeah, yeah, right. Nah, that's not too black. Get this nigga a TKE. (laughs) (laughs) So the first one is that, uh, it was somebody that said, the test studies show that 63 previous studies show that more intelligent people tend to be less religious and demonstrate less or not racist behavior. A test was taken to discover people's IQ of sorts and over 45% of white people who scored low on the the GSS, the name of the test, stated that they thought all blacks were lazy. Those who scored higher said they were not against interracial marriages or living in a diverse neighborhood, and they just didn't think uh, of blacks as lazy because of experience, you know, personal experiences and going to college. You know, you meet different people. Uh, the more intelligent were not against opportunity enhancement initiatives for blacks and other minorities. 88.8% of those white people said uh, schools were right to be integrated, and others said, which is like 12.2%, said that they wish they that they would have stayed segregated. These tests were taken between 1970 and up until 2010. So, I I honestly, like I say, I agree with this. Not just do the numbers show something like this. I think also we need to, black community need to do more of these kind of tests because a lot of times the analytics and statistics that we get normally come from white people. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's kind of like they're telling us you don't you don't see it, but they're kind of telling us what to think, how to think, and who to think about. So with, and what I mean by that is like they're telling us what white people think about us, but what do, what do black people think about white people? Right. You know what I'm saying? I think there's some truth to that that thing, and it, and I I would say it's, it's not thing. just uh, <laughs> I would <laughs> to that stuff. <laughs> I would say it's not just uh, like formal education either, but you know, as you think about the experiences you have as you grow up and as you mature and as you age, yeah, and how you that I mean, you get smarter just from living yeah. and. The more people you encounter, you start to recognize, okay, so it isn't, you know, you go, let's use, for example, the Potter's House. Like yeah. you said, Gabrielle, 
people that actually go there and experience it for themselves recognize everything I was told about it is not true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But so I feel like, yeah, I think that's true because I mean, even look, <clears throat> I have gotten smarter the more I've been in school. Yeah, of course. And if you, you didn't, know, you're wasting I'm, your fucking money. It, right. Especially at TCU. <laughs> right. I would hope. I'd hope. <laughs> but, it, you know, it's because, you know, I've had the opportunity to study religion critically and been given the, the permission to study it critically. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, th this relates to that because I used to just take everything at face value. Yeah. I used to look at the Bible as the, you know, the, the word of God, never question never it. Question and I didn't it. feel like I could question it. Now it's like we should question yeah. it. We, you know, so I think there is something to say about about that study and about what it at least suggests about you know yeah. learning about the world, learning how things operate, learning how corporations marginalize yeah. and oppress people. You yeah, know, and you think about it in a, in a. I mean, you can look at uh, as Christians, where you can look at this in a myriad of ways. Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, you can, <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> but the reason I say that is because this can be used as. Um, you can be, you can use this in a lot of things. Did you, you just play it? basketball yeah, with the mic? Because <laughs> I hit you know I hit it. I kept hitting it, so yeah. I was like, let me bring it back. And you know when people be like, huh? And they sing in church songs and they be like, and he. <laughs> so, <laughs> nah, you good? But I feel like this can be used in a lot of ways, yeah. and I agree with you. Even an example was coming from Texarkana. And, you know, me and Gabrielle grew up in the same place. You only see the most prominent people are doctors, nurses, mm -hmm. or they work at the plants making, you know, yeah. good right. job, you know, whatever. Cooper yeah. Tire, Cooper Georgia Red Pacific, River. the railroad, yeah. whatever. And it's like, that's all I thought about. And then when I moved here, when I went to Atlanta, then I came back here. It was like, you could do all of this stuff. Right. Like, I didn't know anything about aerodynamics, uh, aer aerodynamics, engineering, uh, the main, production. Like, yeah, the main stuff yeah. that when you ask a kid in second grade, what do you want to be a when doctor. you grow up? I want to be a, a fireman, a doctor. Yeah. A teacher, a lawyer, mm -hmm. whatever. I heard one, uh, I think it was Common Song B, and a little kid said, I want to be a trash man. I said, This nigga clearly does <laughs> not. His parents. <laughs> I, I mean, trash men, you know, they, I mean, but they're important. So, but it's so funny. I'm pretty sure if that kid would have, like, explained it, you'd be like, I never looked at it like right, that. Yeah, right. Because kids see things in a totally different a light different than adults. Exactly. They don't think about it like right. driven by money. Yeah. Like, they right. want to, yeah. you know, clean up yeah. stuff. I got to pick up the trash. Somebody yeah. got to do it. And five years ago, we saw anyway. how important trash men were when they went on that strike. It was oh, trash piled to the fucking sky. I went, even over in, like, North Dallas, like, in the richest neighborhoods, like, that trash. I saw white people out there dragging it to the end of the street like get this shit out of here but you need to bump they pay up yeah. you know right. what I'm saying right. and that's the thing about it like if you think about it every year shit is going up mm -hmm. I just bought me a new car I hadn't paid a car note in three months I mean in three years I remember going into the dealership and I was like hey my last car payment was 366 I am looking to keep this here yeah. and he said uh, so how long have you had this car I said oh, I've been having about eight years it's been paid off probably about three four years he was like so when did you buy the car I was like eh, it was like 2004 he said yeah that was 10 years ago you right, can't yeah. <laughs> get this for 366 yes, you could I got it lower $100 lower because they were trying oh, to hit me up good. in the 500 but, yeah. I, but I, look, Gary knows look like that pussy stank <laughs> I ain't paying no car. No. I didn't want to pay it, and it's like when when he talked to me, Especially I was like, when you haven't had had one in four years. But you know, they say you shouldn't not go without having a car note. Why? Because you get used to not having a car note. You really do. Because I mean, you, unless you want to go buy your next car in cash yeah. and keep continue to not have yeah. one, yeah. you get used to not Man, paying. Because I tell you what, that extra five hundred dollars a month. 
That I was doing sense. things with them things. I bet. <laughs> I was like, shit. And then every, I mean, I'm kind of used to it now. I've had this one for about five months now. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'm kind of getting used to it, but it's still, I, I because I don't even want to address it, I just pay it ahead of time. Oh, I don't yeah. even want to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want no bill. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see nothing saying you owe us $500. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just, I get past that. But um, far as the racist thing, I definitely agree with that. Um, Arteza, do you mind grabbing the mic and telling your situation or your experience? This week, she, and the re- I wanted to do this because she brought, uh, hopefully the mic works, but she went out to this uh, dinner table thing where they were talking about racism and she had some experiences. Say something to Mike and let me see if I can hear you. Something. Okay. So, without acting nervous and, and cornballish, <laughs> say something in the mic and tell the story that you told me just like the dynamic of, you know, the, what is it, dinner table oh, yes. event uh, where, and they have this every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that bum bum got year. you. <laughs> Every year for Martin Luther King Talking holiday, yeah, actually, put that mic by your mic. they do the Dallas dinner table. And basically, it's you register and you'll hear back like the week of which table you got assigned to. You don't know where you're going to be. It could be somebody's house, somebody's church, whatever. Mm. I got assigned to uh, Southwest Airlines headquarters. And my table... It was, put it like right in front of your mouth. It was about four white people. And myself and another black lady. And for the icebreaker, they asked all kind of questions like, what do you think um, diversity is? What's affirmative action? Things like that. And it was just funny to me to, to hear some of the definitions that the white people were giving because they didn't really know what diversity and affirmative thing. action was. Mm-hmm. I had one older white guy. He told me that affirmative action was basically forcing companies to hire and promote people of color. And diversity was um, forcing inclusion of people of color. Forcing? Yes, forcing. So we had some interesting stories. They asked questions about um, what your experiences were growing up and how you dealt with racism and how you deal with it differently than what you were taught. That's right. All right. Well, we got our ass off the mic, or she got her own ass off the mic. <laughs> like, fuck this shit. But no, I just I thought it was interesting because I wanted to go, but I had to work. But it was certain things I was just like, I, it, for me personally, if I was there and the white dude would have been like, oh, it's forcing us to hire white people. My, I mean, black people or minorities. Now, one thing I don't think that white people think about, even parties, you have a get together. We all have white friends or friends of another race. You know goddamn well when they look at that list of who's coming, if it's not enough white people, they're not going to come. So I'm going to say this on here because I know everybody doesn't listen to the podcast. But going forward, especially like when we do Culture Shock, I'm sending out two separate things for invites. (laughs) 20 white people, 20 black people, because as white people click on it and say, hey, we're going to come out, they're more prone to come out if they only see white faces. So if 20 white people are coming out and and one of my white friends come out and look at it, they're going to be more prone to go. You know what I'm saying? If it's 20 of them and it's only three of us, they're going to be there. Only people I may put in that room would be like me, you, and Christian, and Gabrielle, like people they know and they're familiar with to where they outnumber us. But black people, we deal with this every day. We don't have a problem with clicking. Right. on something that says 35 white people and we're going to be the only uh, black because we I don't think so well shit I, do. I, well you know I'm just saying I think we're more okay people, with it because we deal with it every day to going it. to work we're used to we might try I to know. avoid it's got some uh, Kung Pao pepper on that thing habanero things got in that throat yeah she eat, she over here eat, wanted to get a taste of Gary's weed <laughs> She did that same shit. Where was we at? We was oh, at no, a I restaurant, her, and she wanted early, to dip in mine, and she ate it and started coughing. Damn, <laughs> damn, it killed us. Oh, I did somebody else's food. 
whole scavenge. But no, I, I do agree because it is like, man, I, at TCU, and I mean, all of us have dealt with it before. We've been in a, in a, com, a com, an environment, a community that we are the minority yeah. in a major way. But um, I feel like, not to interrupt you, but I feel like that goes to like how we were talking about last week, how Anthony was saying that he was going to get more people, I guess, from the street who don't, I don't want to say educated, who just don't yeah. have, who ain't been to school. I yeah, say that. Yeah. So because I feel like for us, we, we we do go to more diverse parties and stuff like that. But if you go to like your cousin house That's who true. only hang with black folks and he's like, I'm not going to no party yeah. where it's all white people nah, or right. any white That's people. True. I know so dudes won't depends. come on the other side of 35. Exactly. Yeah. Who not leaving Oak Cliff, who not leaving South Dallas, who not leaving, you know, back yeah. at home, Rose Hill, Newtown. Yeah. They not going. Yeah. Right. They, they, matter of fact, back at home, they not leaving Texas County. No, I can't deal with that shit. So you know, I just I feel like it just depends on who you're inviting. Because some black people are not going to go to a place where it's all white people. Because they don't fit in. Right, they don't fit in. They they feel like they don't know what to say. They feel like they're not going to. I feel like a lot of times people feel like at a party, somebody's always going to be having a business conversation. It's just kind of like they want to party just as much as, if not more, than we do. White folks party like a motherfucker. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't think I don't know a white person who is going to be partying on Sunday and like, man, let me go ahead and wind down because I got to go work tomorrow. They go all fucking. Yeah. Black people like I gotta be at work tomorrow. I gotta white folks go all the way through. All the but way you know through. the thing about white people too, they could come in kind of hungover and be okay. We come in and hungover, they're gonna be like, yeah. look at this. What's nigga. wrong with you, yes, Tyrone? I got, I got, I got. What's a, going on today, <laughs> Tyrone? Right. I got a homegirl that posted a picture of her like literally inebriated and drinking on as her Facebook profile, and she's a nurse, white chick. I'm thinking. I'm black. I wouldn't even dare. Right. Because we don't get those type of chances. When you talk about white privilege, the shit is real in so many ways Mm -hmm. from a macro, micro, however, whatever level you want to look at it. It's so many different things that we, it's not that we can't do them because we can do whatever the fuck we want to do. But we are mindful of it. Yeah, we're mindful of it because we know that people are going to look at us a certain way and they're not going to see who we truly are. They're going to see, if we look like anything on TV, they're going to see us as as whatever. You remember a couple of years ago, I can't remember... Who was who was killed? Oh, Mike Brown. Yeah. Remember, everybody was putting those pictures of you know like they, them hanging out, but then like we we'll put their graduation picture or like them because they had the new or the media had picked that picture of him like yeah. throwing a finger or was yeah. it Trayvon Martin? One of it's, them, it, died both of all of them, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. And like social media, like a lot of black people were putting doing the pictures. The side, of I did them. the side by side picture, yeah. like with me yeah. with a suit on or right. like a button down and a and blazer. Then be the party. Yeah. But right. the, and then you have it was people. Like what media, which picture would media choose? Choose, you yeah. Like that? yeah. And you have, and you, then you got the, you know, you talking about white privilege and the fact that you got this boy that kills nine people in South Carolina, and or you know these other boys that have done these domestic terrorist acts and killing all kind mm-hmm. of students in school, and yet you find a picture of them in a suit, you know, right. or a picture of them church. looking like a, a, you know, a cute little kid and yeah. things like that. And so I mean, it that is, and that's why I think you know this this article is interesting, or this study is interesting. Getting smarter, I think, is really a process of learning how to see. Um, the I think the biggest difference in my own life, even in terms of you know g- gaining knowledge or whatever you want to call it, uh, is learning how to see how things operate. I never, I never could see uh, white privilege before. I could never see. I mean, we've been trained not to see these yeah. kinds of things. So I think when you learn how to see, you know, corporate. Uh, 
it, you know, corruption and all that kind of stuff and even pay attention to it. Yeah. That's when I think you begin to <clears throat> realize the reality of racism. And I think white people that learn those same things, they do become at least more aware of the way racism operates. Yeah. And so then they probably if they don't become less racist because they're, yeah. you know, they got some malice and some evil going on. Yeah. Did you see um, that video of um, the video where I think it was people support, Trump supporters that were talking about they hated the fact and so many words they were saying we want to be able to say what we want to say without being penalized for it as far as like if we feel like excuse me blacks are lazy or whatever the case may be I don't have a problem with white people saying what they want to say I have no problem at all yeah just say it when it's don't say it behind people's back. White people like to say things. With, they like to say what they want to say, but they don't want to say it in nobody's face. And they don't want to be reprimanded when they say it. Yeah. Even if they took away, you can't be fired for saying racist things and saying what you want. Just say it in front of the black person's face. Don't take it to social media where nobody oh, yeah. can't put their hands on you or nobody can tell you what they have to say. Or like I said, or if you're going to say it, then, I mean, just know that that comes with consequences. Yeah. Say, Period. say what you want to say. Yeah. I mean, I say what I want to say, and I just yeah. know sometimes it's rude. I could get fired. I could get, Somebody could slap yeah. me or, you know, whatever the case is. I'm so 100. I'm going to tell you straight up like this. I got white friends. Cool with them. But I know some days I see I'm in North Dallas and I'm driving, and if a white person cut me off and look at, look at me like I ain't shit, I'd be like, what the fuck you looking at, white dude? Like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm not racist, but I'm going to check this particular white dude because there are white people that are racist. Yeah. There are white people that don't like black people. I've even had, like, I was at a store the other day, and I opened this door for this white lady. She walked in. She probably was like 40-something. She walked in. I opened the door for her because it's just the gentleman thing yeah. to do. She just walked right on through. I said, you're welcome. She said, oh. I said, yeah, bitch. Uh, yeah, right. You're right. God damn it. You should have spoke. I don't got to open this door for you. It's just like if you here. let somebody cut in front yeah. of you. What you saying? I don't work here. This nigga came to me the other day. White dude. White people can be niggas too. This white dude came to me and he said, do you work here? I said, man, I have on a blazer and a, a button down. At? I was at some store shopping oh, getting uh, some clothes. And I'm like, do I look like I fucking work here? I got asked that like a month ago. I can't even remember where I was, but I, same thing. I yeah. didn't have nothing on that would suggest that I that worked Because they had saw, uniforms. He saw a black face and probably assumed I was work here. the errand boy or something. And I was like, nah, man, I, I don't work here. No. But I do, do stuff you? like that to white people. That's why I about to say I do stuff like that to white people sometimes well I know I walked to the door one day and it was a white dude and it was both of us and he was waiting on me to open the door I said you go you got it and when he opened it I just walked in <laughs> thank you right <laughs> appreciate you oh I'm like that too I will yeah. not move like if I'm at the mall no. and you know like say you coming straight at somebody I will knock their show off the I fucking block that, and that's probably so petty but oh. I'm not but you, know I don't but you always moving and right. they don't right. they will not move that, and that's what people don't understand it's like, just turned into a put them on notice set. it is a put them on notice Quick Alert. to call out how black people, how we do stuff like that. But you got to understand, we do this stuff to stay sane sometimes. Oh, yeah. and, and in response to the pettiness of, you know, this yeah. culture. So, yeah, I, I do that kind of stuff. I'm too. not moving. I remember one day. Uh, yeah, God, dog, I can't remember where I, I almost was. almost dislocated this bitch uh, show. We, I was at TCU. I'm like. <laughs> we were standing outside the locker room after one of Aaron's games this past season. And uh, I was walking. And these two white girls were walking toward me. And... Like they and we, I was with my family. Yeah. Like my whole family was right there, and they just walked bam, right through the middle of us. And I'm just like, so after that happened, in response, yeah. I'm standing over there, and I'm kind of standing in the walkway, and I know I'm standing in the yeah. walkway, and there's people trying to come through, and I don't move out the walkway. Bro, I'm that's how they do. The you gotta pay for your people. Yeah. I plant my feet, <laughs> and I'm like, no, yeah. I'm nope. not moving for any more white yeah. people today. Yeah, <laughs> and, they, and they had to come. The rest here, of y'all gotta pay. Harry Tubman and, and they have it to my some. 
<laughs> giving that slow nigga clap. that slow, slow clap. clap. <laughs> like yep. you got to, bro. And sometimes it's it's so funny because some I know I do it now with no regards. I used to do it and I used to feel bad sometimes because I was like, okay, I'm being a dick. But now I'm like, they do it. They do this stuff. They don't even all, know it. They don't notice. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is for them it's like second nature. For us, it's like we actually have to it's be rude yeah. and intentional. To to, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that's not that's not who we are. Yeah. That's why when I see the black people or like when I see black dudes walking the mall and I see white people move, I'm okay with that. I used to look at it and be like, damn, they do kind of look thuggish. But now I'd be like, they may not even be thugs. It's just a style. This is just how they dress. Fuck you if you're scared of them. And yes, mm-hmm. walk on the other side of the street. For every white person who said when I see black people uh, I walk on the other side of the street, god damn it, you should. It's power there. <laughs> right. You better walk across the goddamn street. Why stay there? Right. You ain't, you ain't even welcome here. My mom, my mom called me the other day, bro. And my mom said out of the blue, she's like, do you, do you wonder why we're the only uh, people with uh, nappy hair? And I was like, I'm cool with that. And she's like, yeah, I am too. I said, but do you realize? Did she call you nappy Yeah, she literally, that was the, ran- so she random, asked the most like random mom. fucking question. I'm like, mom, why did you call me for that? For nothing. She'll like, call you, and be like, what mom, kind of shoes you wear today? Why? Yeah, you you want to wear it? <laughs> like, what you asking me? No, my mom was, she going to say something like that, but then she's like, because I saw on the news, they were saying that. And it has no correlation. <laughs> There's no tie. They you don't know, tie together. Go ahead. No, you're fine. But like my mom, so I, I told my Merry mom. Merry Christmas, Mr. Roberts. <laughs> 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 probably listening like what you know what I'm talking about yeah but I told my mom I said uh, I said we are the only race with certain things period with coarse hair oh yeah melanin that nobody else has uh, we're naturally athletic we're naturally really? gifted yeah you know we're not na- na- as far as guys we're naturally jacked the women you are naturally shaped yeah. like you don't have to we don't have to, if we go get anything enhanced it's because we want to if other races go do it, it's because they need to. Some of them want to, but most of them, they need to. So like mm-hmm. I told her, I was like, but I think that's the thing about black people. We have to realize our own power. We have to realize the things that we own that nobody else has, as opposed to allowing them to make it look bad. Because they'll talk, because, you know, media and society will call what we have bad. But then they'll turn around and they'll steal it and use it. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that irritates me too with black people because I hate when people like with my like my hair being natural. So many people are like, oh, you have such good hair, and I hate when people say yeah. that. Like I hate when people say you got they, good they hair. They don't even realize yeah, like, what they assume every, when they yeah. say that. But everybody, in my opinion, everybody hair is good. It's just how you make. It's just how you maintain. It, it's how you take care of it. Fucking straight hair it's don't mean it's different. good hair. Exactly, and right, that's it's the just thing. Different. Like people, we we've been tra- trained to learn that nappy is bad, bad. that kinky yeah. hair, of coarse hair is bad because we got to sit here and look at these herbal essence commercials yeah. with these white women with these long yeah. these straight hair. And but you know how many white women and white people period have come to me and be like, man I'm, I tried to get my hair like that, it just wouldn't yeah. stab. Like, you gotta have a certain kind of texture, bro. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah, just, your hair isn't all, good uh, enough. Yeah, it's not good enough. <laughs> it ain't good enough. Sorry. It's strong enough. Yeah, it ain't strong. You gotta have that coarse st- like, can't nothing strip this shit. Yeah. We gotta use chemicals to strip this shit. <laughs> Yep. I could just cut your shit right out your head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's different. You know what I'm saying? But, and you know, and I'm not going to sit up here and apologize for anything. I'm, un- I've always been unapolo- unapologetic, but this year, it ain't even unapologetic. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> I'm done. But you know what? I think, and and as funny as we talking about this, and as true as it is, 
and as playful as it is, it does relate to that. It yeah. relates to this whole idea of, you know, we need to be educated, not just book smart, no. but people need to take it upon themselves to learn about the world, learn about themselves, learn about others. Black and uh, white. Black, white, uh, you know, any any cultural group, man, yeah. we need to take it, make an investment in appreciating people with open-mindedness yeah. and learn about them. Because... Nine times, no, ten times out of ten, when you take the time to learn about somebody else, you realize they're not what you've been told. Nah, man. And some people, and the thing about it is, an ignorant black person to me is worse than an ignorant white person. Stacey Dash, for example. The whole shutdown BET, we shouldn't have this. We don't fucking own BET anyway. Bob Johnson fucked that up. He got rid of it. Paid Viacom owns that. Who owns Viacom? White people. So we don't own that either. Yeah. yeah. So not to be funny, and BET has actually, I don't even watch it, but just from what people say and some of the things I've seen on like previews, it's actually gotten better. It's since not, they, say it's not horrible. It's not horrible. Really it's not it used to be I, shitty. I didn't know that because I stopped bad. watching and it. And I feel it like it actually know, got that's, better that's with Viacom. things, you know, I had a discussion this week and I felt like, you know, a lot of people say they don't watch BET because of, you know, this, this, and that. But they'll say, I haven't watched BET in five, six years. Well, you have no idea what's on right now so you can't keep, continue to base your opinion on what BT is from five years ago when it was trash is BT on Hulu I don't know I don't have Hulu I don't think it yeah. if it ain't on Hulu or Netflix <laughs> I don't see it I'm sure I'm sure it is yeah. everything's on Hulu no I don't think it's, it's, on not, Netflix. No, it's not okay I don't watch it yeah. I mean it's, it's I, I stopped bad. watching it it's not that I'm against it this is why I stopped watching of course the same reason everybody else it was a lot of foolishness yeah. bad movies I'm not a fan of a lot of black movies because it's poor acting oh yeah the acting is absolutely terrible it is not it, all the time man Most. I tell you like this Artesia, well, okay. if Artesia watched budget, 15 movies because okay. I know when she's been low on my Netflix low budget black movies yes but low budget any movies is oh, horrible because they can't afford yeah. the actors right. that you know you're right, you're right. some of these budget. actors I have but you, but you know what's so funny though <laughs> right. it's like sometimes you'll see the black the, you'll see one of the big actors, actors like uh, what's that dude who played on um, uh, he was on that dance movie with Columbus Short and Chris Brown he was like an alpha or something oh I don't know his name Darren I know who you're talking I know, about oh know, yeah. the guy he um who? He's a choreographer. Yeah, that's who I'm talking You know what I'm about. talking about. He had to yeah. look, yeah. He is a good actor to me. He played, he did good on, he's a decent actor. He, he did was good on, Liam on um Exactly, food, exactly. The, the, the well, I saw him series. in a black movie, he was absolutely garbage. And it was because of the movie. Yeah, the sometimes, writing, the the, writing exact, was Sometimes bad, that yeah. writing is like, it, like me and Gary would be up here talking, I'd be like, hey Gary, man, that's a cool jacket you have on, bro. And it's like, black people don't talk like that. Who I wrote this fucking script? Somebody white, right. somebody white but, writing right. the movie. Because I don't know if you saw that clip, it was a clip I saw with, um, what's the guy's name who does Empire? The direct is it Lee Daniels? Oh yeah, Lee Daniels. Yeah, he was in a room with a whole bunch of other writers, and he was saying, and, that's, and he was talking about how there's no black writers, so you can't and you can white tell people, when it's not. right? And you can tell when it's, it's a white person or an Asian person or whatever trying to write for black people your, because yeah. everything is so stereotyped. Yeah. yeah, or it's a black person that's like Stacey Dash who's Fuck. writing it, and so it's just just that because this is a person with black skin writing it, so oh, it's all black, blah yeah. blah blah. Well, but she has bought into all the lies told about black people, and yeah. she believes them, and she believes them. So and she. She's dangerous. Yeah, She's dangerous. Yeah, she and is. that's the conversation we had in the group meet. Yeah. And we were talking about it because one dude was just talking about, oh, how beautiful she was. I said, I don't give a damn how fine you are. If you're that's ignorant, you if you're ignorant and you're uneducated, that's the worst type of person. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, well, you know, she played in these black movies. Nobody's really paying attention to her, bro. She has the biggest platform. Fox News is has been the number one news reporting mm -hmm. station for like the last three to five years. And he was like, oh, well, you know, it, it's catering to one audience, the white audience. Okay. That's true. But it's not. Also it's, the people that, that get to create exactly, everything. Exactly, everything. And it's 90% of a white audience, yes. But if we are 10% 
of that, that's if it if ten million, that's one million. One million black people, and we know we love to fucking talk. So we go tell one person to tell somebody else, and then it, it's it's and it's negative. It man. almost goes back to like last was it last week when Doctor Hill was here, yeah. and she was saying like who is promote who is like promoting these people to be the black people's black spoke people's person. spokesperson, right. right? So it's just kind of like for white people, they're taking whatever she says. It's almost kind of like when they'll say, and "Well, Stacey Dash everybody. said it, so right. it must so be it must be true." They'll right. find, exactly, they'll find one one black person that says black people we just need to get over slavery yeah, black people like, we need to blah blah right. blah and, it's, and, and that the representation and somebody else said Morgan Freeman said it I think it was on Facebook I said fuck Morgan right, right. <laughs> this nigga cheating with a young bitch and ran into a uh, fucking ditch right yeah. fuck Morgan Freeman's old ass yeah. ain't nobody giving a shit about this nigga yep. so then they look at people like Cornell West and other people other it's black radicals. intellectuals that's who they need to radicals. have yeah. people who are speaking the truth calling out their power but they're like no, no he just that's Cornell Malcolm. West He's I respect Malcolm that X nigga type of. Oh, Cornell yeah. West any nigga who could wear the same thing for the last five years he five. is uniform and militant Jesus. as a motherfucker just five I respect him yeah, it's probably yeah. more than that he got a lot and I'm sure it's a million different suits oh, but just, just to wear the same thing Type of black yeah. every and white every time I respect him. Yeah, I got. Man, I saw Cornell West too. I went to a conference in uh, November and walked right past him. And it was it was surreal, man. Yeah. Cause the dude is a giant. Dude yeah. is a genius. Yeah. Uh, when you're so in a room with people like that, it's just respect. And when you are uh, someone who's a part of academia and you respect academia, you look at it as that. Right. Like you know the way ba- basketball, high school basketball player looks at Michael Jordan right. or LeBron. Yeah. If you are a person like that's how I look at Saul Williams. Like I love poetry. Like he is the elite yeah. poet. Him. And, you know, Rudy Francisco hasn't put in as much time as Saul Williams, but he's good, too. Right. If I was in a room with those people, I'm like, dude, yeah, like, what can I learn? This is legendary. Well, how yep. can you teach me? Yep. I don't give a damn if you're younger than me, if you're older than me. I, I, you know, I used to be one of those guys, even with hip hop music. Chris Brown, for example, when I was older, you know, being older than him, like when some of his music came out, I used to be like, man, I ain't listening to him because it's like teeny bop music, even with Justin oh. Bieber. But as of late, I'm just like, whatever is good and has yeah. a decent message, I'm in there. Even if it ain't got decent message. Even if it ain't got, I'll tell you, Young Thug, <laughs> you have me in the car moving around. I'm not lying. I, that's why I listen really. to Future every oh, day. Oh, bro, gym. I have to. That dude will get you where you need to go. Bro, future, yeah. man. I be trying not to jump around in that bitch. I don't bitch. even know what he's talking about. He don't know what he's talking about. He talking about. He- <laughs> 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 Even doing clapback. Nobody taking. I didn't even know he did. That just shows how it was high though. I mean, the four tracks that he did. It was. I mean, to me. I mean, Mick Mills can rap. He go. I mean, the fast rapping, the beats. It's all good. It's just when you getting bodied. 
and you picking these wrong fights. It's too late. Who is in your camp? Yeah, Nobody. It's it's too late when people said making shirts about back to back, and when Drake put that on his uh, album or his, his uh, tour. That kind con- on his tour, right, like man, that, come on. It, they playing hit. They playing a diss record on the radio. Meek Mill, you lost. Grammy yeah. nominated. Yeah. Yeah, you lost. Yeah. You lost. It's over with. Just I, I just they just I just think they need somebody in his camp to say sit the fuck down. <laughs> Clearly, he can't fight. If yeah. you saw his boxing, right? Video, oh, it was, it was terrible. Damn. Clearly, he can't fight. Oh, that, yeah, it was bad. So you got uh, you gotta you, somebody got to sit him down. He got Nikki, but you know when you in there rapping about I got the baddest being the game. So and I'm she eating not saying nothing. Like she, 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 I don't. I feel like she, she's. The type. I feel like she probably. In she got to be like, saying something. Baby, you could do it. You nah, bro. She know Drake. She know Drake. She probably. She probably done told but him. But I feel you like really that's. A, but look, that's a that's a sticky situation. It is because now it's like. Damn, you fucking with me. You don't. You know, you ain't confident in me. And it's like, no, I am, and you good. But man, if my girl come to me and tell me, if my girl, if I'm getting ready to fight a dude, and my girl come to me and be like, I believe in you, just not this time. He may body you. I'm gonna be like, let me. Even if I still go at him, I'm like, okay. If you're saying this, I gotta build my strategy up and be more strategic about this approach. Let's fight him a different way. Let me fight him a different way. Let's do this different. That's a woman who got your words. Yeah. Let's do something different. We gotta figure this out. Let's get in the streets. Let's brainstorm. We gotta figure it out. Let's get in the streets. Let's do a documentary about me. Let's give him back and let me do some freestyles in the booth where people be like, nigga, be going hard. This is one of those times where you don't even address Drake. Exactly. And then people are like, you know what? Be like, be like Jay Z. What would Jay Z? Or Lil Wayne. You know, Lil Wayne used to be like, I'm not gonna put no money in your. I'm not gonna put no money in your pocket. That's and that's the thing that's happening. And maybe that's why he keep picking these fights. I don't know, but dude needs Olivia Pope. Yeah, he trying to. He needs Olivia Pope right now. Oh yeah, and that brought me up to what you were saying, Gabby. You hit me up with the what was it? Um, We were having a conversation about um, men. Not it's gonna sound bad. Putting their women oh, in their place or right. making them aware of the things or to how to act when they, when in certain environments. Right, exactly. And I believe that that's true. Prime example. Let's just say you, Gary, you and your wife. I'm sure y'all had a talk to where certain things that you don't want said in public. It's a certain way that she may want you to carry yourself. Like, say for instance, if she's like, "Hey, we're going out with some business partners," she may not even have to tell you. But right, you know, right. some people it's, may something's understood. Some, some understood. Yeah. That you may not want to say the things that you. You say when you're around Anthony and, them, right, right. and you may not want to say you know what I'm saying you know right, that it's the same right. things when you talk to me about like church stuff certain right. certain ways to turn it on and off right. and I think that's important because some people don't know when to turn things on and off I've brought homeboys to certain events like <laughs> hanging out with white people and kicking it you don't you shouldn't be somebody different no I don't agree with that but you should have multi, multiple levels that you could tap into right or and, turn off. And, it's, and, and it's not being I think sometimes if it's extreme it could be fake but we I mean as human beings we can be different you know what I'm saying there's different parts to our personalities that we can like you said turn on and yeah. off it ain't it ain't being fake, a different right. person it it's ain't just, being fake it's just knowing your surroundings yeah. and knowing contour how to contour to the, to the yeah, company exactly. I mean. when I deal with exactly. kids cussing automatically goes out the window right when I deal with white people cussing goes down but not out the window because they curse <laughs> um, when I deal I with just, old people I don't curse when I deal with old people I kind of I just become just, a sponge I just try oh, to yeah. soak up yeah. Yeah. everything that's around me and hear what they have to say right that's really you just got to be able to like, adapt. Man. Like with relationships, I have been like dating guys, not like okay, we finna go over here. My grandma gonna be here. I need you to just dial back on the curse a little bit. You know, it's just like I don't feel like it's necessarily checking a person because from the conversation that I heard that I told Anthony about, 
if you were to listen to it, it does sound kind of harsh. Like he was checking. Like he, like he was like, like you know, stay in your place, bitch. Pretty much. Yeah. That's how. But it's not like it's not that. It wasn't that. It's just like you said. You just kind of have a conversation. Like don't really say that. Yeah. You know, don't really. I don't want you to do. I'm, I'm not saying I don't want you to be yourself. Yeah. Like you said, I just need you to dial it back a little right. bit. Every and there's probably and there's a way to go about doing yeah. it too. I mean, there's yeah. a way to, to have yeah. that conversation where it doesn't come off as, oh, I'm trying to make you somebody different yeah. or something like that. It's I'm just, just like, making you aware that this, this is, is how you need to conduct. Are, yourself and it probably would be best yeah right you know and that's how i am because like i say even with dating me like i know i think i said this a couple weeks ago but like if i go to a nice restaurant i don't mind a girl paying but like if i'm in a restaurant like ocean prime or it's like a bunch of white people or it's like a business you as a girl don't pay for my food i do not feel different go I'm, ahead I, and if you do i feel like it let's just say me and you me and you mm-hmm. together we going to some great place to mm-hmm. go eat if i don't have the money and i'm in a pinch Give me your card or your money before we get to that place. You've already paid for it. We have an understanding. I'm not trying to show off for you or nobody. It's just about understanding your man. Just like women want us to understand you may not be that emotional, but for her, you'll do that. Mm -hmm. Spooning. I'm not a spooner, but if my girl is doing what I need her to do and she wants that, I will give you spooning. Right. But I need you to do it. It's just a matter of what you want, so I'm going to accommodate you. What is the relationship? And I feel like, I guess, initially, when I said I disagree but I get what you're saying yeah. now was I remember hearing a story about um, Tamia and Grant Hill and he had been injured or something yeah. and she had got out to pump the gas and this dude was trying to holler at her and was like see your man can't even get out and pump the gas yeah. when you don't even understand Perception. what's going right. on yeah. in their you know their situation it's right. just like no, my man does a lot for me but yeah. it's almost also like that episode of the Cosby show when Alvin was like are you going to get him some coffee yeah. she was like I'm going to get him some coffee today right now because he got me coffee this morning, morning yeah, and right. that's you know it's just kind of True. understanding what's going on between the two of you yeah. Yeah, but I get what you're saying. If if you don't want to be perceived that I'm paying for you, then I'm going to do that just because. Because that's your man's ego. Well, And and that's the thing you said is, you know, the context was you like at a business dinner where, you know, you might be with people from who you work with or something like that. And so you want to make sure that, you know, it doesn't come off a certain way or. Any relationships. It's the politics. Politics are always at play. And all the time. And the thing about it is, if you're in a relationship. And you're not doing what he or she wants. Why the fuck are you there? Yeah. Because that's what a relationship is. Right. If 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 I'm a person who's like, slide me the money under the table, give it to me before. Give give me the money before. Mm-hmm. But your mindset may say, I'm gonna pay or I'll give you the money then. But it's kinda like, what was that part about? I think it was the episode of Martin, and I tell people all the time, Martin is very funny, but it has so much <laughs> so real stuff. Lessons. Yes. It was a part where Martin wasn't working and she and I think Gina tried to give him the money. He's like, No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got this. He didn't even have it, but he was like, yeah. I got it. The money he had took out was his life savings to do yeah. something for Gina. He was like, uh, I got it. But if she would have did that before, I guarantee it would have been okay. Even as a man, it's hard enough to even ask a woman for anything, depending on what type of man you are. I know for me, it's hard for me to ask for anything. I'm the type of person, as you get to know me, I feel like I'm going to say enough or give you enough hints to where you should know everything about me and everything you need to know to make me happy. Some things I tell you, some things I want you to learn, because if I tell you everything, you're not going to take out the time to get to know me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that kind of strips you and it makes that person lazy. You know what I'm saying? Or like I've dated girls who are manipulative to where they'll they'll eat everything and they and that's not who you really are. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's really important to be open and dialogue about the things that you want and be intentional about it without having an agenda, if possible, so you, so you know what, you, what you're doing and what's going on. But I, I think something like that for me, I think it's big. And sometimes and when I was- we have to check that, though. I mean, 
there, you mean there the male can ego? be situation. Yeah, we yeah, gotta yeah. check that ego, and I mean, because it even comes from that uh, the assumption of you know men are supposed to be this, men are supposed to be that, women, you know, basically trying to keep people in their place, yeah. and sometimes and it can be difficult to be in that situation. Like for right now, you know, I'm doing my PhD, I'm focusing on school, I do you know side jobs, but it's not enough to bring the bread home. Yeah, Monica's the breadwinner in yeah. our household. Yeah, and at first it was more it was difficult because of those tr traditional things roles, that yeah. you know there's traditional roles even though I might try to challenge them they still a part of my upbringing yeah. they still yeah. a part of this, this culture it so takes it, time, it felt man. weird as a man not to be contributing or making the money or you know whatever but it's like that, this is our situation right yeah. now this is something that you know man, she you has expressed shit, she bro. actually doesn't even want me to be working any other jobs but wants me to focus, focus on school on finish and then I can worry about making money all that kind of stuff so it depends on the situation you in but <clears throat> when we let those those little roles and stuff like that keep us restricted man we find ourselves in a problem like in that situation when you talk about with Martin yeah sometimes it's just stupid if yeah, somebody got money absolutely stupid. and you need to eat and you're gonna spend your lap man you better put that money yeah, back in that yeah. savings put it back and, in and be smart you know what yeah. but I've done some stupid shit in oh, my I have off too. ego and we all do and it's, yeah. and it's so crazy because for being of course the woman in the room because like for for me, it's like I don't understand. It's like I this like you said, this doesn't make sense. Like yeah. you don't have the money. <laughs> right. I have the money. I don't understand what the problem is. Like just take the money. <laughs> so when I was married to to curb that, yeah. I would just like whenever we would go out, he kept all my cards. Yeah. So like I didn't even have a card. So even if you are pulling out my card, I mean nobody knows because like I'm not handing it to you in the card. Like right. whenever we left, he got my driver's license. You got my credit card. You got all of yeah. my stuff just so I can feed whatever this he brought me a funny story I got for you. Right. Ego problem. <laughs> Like, hey. Here's yeah. all the cars. So whenever we get out the car, you. Yeah. So true story. This one here. So we went out to eat, and this situation happened. Uh -oh. Yeah. She gave me her card to pay to for this situation. At the table before. Yeah, but at the table, oh. but nobody was around, oh, okay. so it was cool. Okay, okay. But she gave me the card, and it had her face on it. <laughs> I said. <laughs> You might as well take this fucking car, because they know I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a one. So, give, if you ain't got no goddamn cash, when the waiter waitress came, you should have been like, just go with it. Yeah, go with just it. Roll just with it, bro. Just, just take the car. Just take the goddamn car. Slide that bitch Look, over so hard you leave an imprint the, don't in the table. Open the book. Just, <laughs> just take the car. But I was, when I opened it, I said, this nigga face on the card. This ain't helping. <laughs> give me the cash. Give even me the goddamn even cash. Even if you handed it to her with your thumb covering the picture, when she brought it back, it would. She, she brought like, it back to our team. She's going like, to hand it to you face like, up. Here's Here you your go, card, sir. Miss sir. <laughs> <Sir>. Artesia. <laughs> make a scene. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I remember, and it and it brings me to, again, it's always Martin, the time when uh, Gina was telling the story and all of them over there. And she was like, yeah, that's when Cole let me borrow the $25. And Martin's like, oh. oh yeah. So Cole let you yeah. borrow $25? Yeah. She's like, yeah, baby. They went on with the conversation. He was like, so... You borrowed $25 from Cole. <laughs> right. Why didn't you come ask me for $25? She was like, you was in the shower. He was like, but you could have came in there, asked me for the $25. I would have told he was like, you I, He said, I didn't even have it, but I would have told Cole to come in here. He, I would have told Cole, give me the $25. You would have came back in and I would have gave you the $25. She's like, why is this such a big deal? And that's just men, though. And like I said, as so you get... Oh, yeah, it it's, is. It's not that's just so men. Dumb. It's women, too. It's women, too. It's women, too. Because if, like if a man, you know, do something with... Like, you say Say something to another female or ask another female something. I feel like people y'all getting y'all feeling sometimes. No, I'm gonna tell you. Too. I'm gonna tell you. Okay, let me tell you. That finger went up. <laughs> First of all, 
<laughs> Let me tell you, I'm getting in my feelings. If it's something I've already told you, yeah. if I've already you already asked the question, I told you yes, tomatoes are red, and then you go and ask Keisha over here, like, hey, did you know the tomatoes are red? Like, bitch, I just told, told you, you that last week. <laughs> I told you, man. with the green stem, leafy stuff on I the top. I told you that, but told Keisha you. said it, and yeah. now it's like, this I know that tomatoes are red. Hey, yes, I did. That's I that's when I get in my feelings when you go behind me and like it's like you have to confirm what I said yeah. then I don't I don't I don't like it yeah I have an example but I'm not gonna share it <laughs> her head turned sideways Gary's wife is in the studio he's, he's restricted to some sorts no you know what it's, it's playful I'll share it I'll share it so uh, my cousin had a girlfriend I think it was like last year or something and Monica always wears my, my old KU shirts and stuff to bed and all that yeah, Man, you know they wear everything this. Um, but uh, so my cousin's girlfriend something happened and she needed like just a shirt to lounge around in because oh, she wasn't shit. planning on being around there and he didn't have anything or for some reason I, I don't even remember maybe yeah. this was before he was living with us yeah. so his clothes wasn't there and I got millions of KU shirts yeah. so I was like it's whatever Like, and I, I think I even let him give it to her yeah. or something like that was Monica there? Yeah, she was there. Like, but she, she did. She know the transaction was happening. Yeah, she knew okay, it was okay. like it was all in the open. Oh, okay, but it was the fact <laughs> that it was the KU shirt. That, no, it was just a, it was just the fact that Monica's the one that wears my clothes. Right. Yeah. You know. So right. Even though it wasn't it it wasn't like that. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, the fact that some other woman yeah. had on my shirt. Women are territorial. Her, I don't want her hair <laughs> yeah. on my shirt. Yeah. It is want, not that practical. Yes, you you. But guys, but that's guys don't even think like that. Like we we. I think everything is so small. I remember I was um, with the with the women's health class that I'm taking and women's gender class I'm taking right now. We had to write on the discussion board and then we had to write our own discussion board and reply to two people, but we had to say their names. Of course, I'm the only dude in the class. So I respond to the first girl and I'm writing, first of all, I didn't even use her name. I didn't even acknowledge her name. I didn't think, like, not less of her. I just didn't think, kind of like me and you, Christian, was talking this morning about how men are kind of misogynistic and we just overthink things mm -hmm. sometimes or we don't even care. Right. So didn't use her name. So the teacher was like, you need to do this over. Pick another woman. You need to use her name. Then I started doing it again. I spelled the girl's name wrong. Her name is oh Catherine. I used a C instead of a K. And I was just like, what is the big deal? Like, mm -hmm. and I know the big deal, but it's like those things in guys' heads, we don't pay attention to every small detail. That part and, I'm out. And what women, is the deal? And, uh, huh? What was the thing? Why, why, didn't, why, why do you have to use her name? I mean, I'm, I'm Oh, just, why we have to use her name? I mean, because women are so often overlooked with this oh. being a women's class. It's about, it's about learning about women yeah, and acknowledging women. Oh. Because it is important. It is yeah. important that women are, not to be funny, uh. none of this would be, that's why they call this motherfucking Mother Earth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't nothing without a woman. And as much as men put, try to, you know, over the centuries and eons of time, try to put women beneath men, in all honesty, if I'm being real, it should y'all should be on top of us. Outside of being extra emotional, <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> I you knew you should have said that. <laughs> Go back to uh, Gabrielle like a teacher at the beginning. You can take something that you can make nastiness out of anything. But it's just like, you know, I, I didn't think about it, but it, it made me rethink, you know, my whole thought process. And it brings us to what everything we're talking about. One of the topics of keeping things fresh and all things love, life and relationships. And I guess we could start with Gabby. Like for you, we last week, you know, we kind of talked about 
what do you need to be in a relationship to stay in a relationship now we're kind of touching on what do you need to keep it like you know sometimes the relationships get stagnant you know what I'm saying and mm-hmm. we talked about cheating yesterday in the group meet yeah. and we were saying you know would you leave if your significant other cheated on you and back in the day I used to be like I'm done you know as a man yeah. with territorial but right. when you put so much time into a situation and I, I've always looked at reevaluating myself and I've been cheated on once before and when I like at the beginning I blamed her I blamed her for everything that went wrong but then as I got older and I started to reevaluate the situation I was like I wasn't that emotional which I'm still not right now it was times that she would come to me crying and I would just look at her like what you crying what you crying for like I I don't I just don't really break for emotion so with me looking at those things I was just like it was a lot of things that I did wrong that led her to this because women don't just make their mind up and say I'm done with this dude today Mm -hmm. it's a buildup of things to where you just like I don't want to keep feeling like this apparently Mm -hmm. clearly he doesn't see what I'm seeing and you move on and it it happens to men too you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. but for you uh, what what do you say that you need to keep things like going in a relationship and I use like date nights mixing it up try different things in the bedroom because sometimes we get complacent I feel like for me it's like a genuine friendship I thought about this is funny you asked me that because I thought about this today while I was in the shower thinking about what did I need from a relationship and I really do feel like you should be friends because when you are friends those things come naturally like you always always go out with your friends you're always doing something different you're always trying new things and would you fuck a friend uh, yeah okay (laughs) we'll take that we'll we'll you know we'll get into that after this what would i yeah would you fuck like a friend like would you break the boundaries i have have. are y'all still cool yeah i have have I no I haven't You've I, never, I, I've never had sex with a friend because I'm like it's dang we won't be friends um, no more I, and I thought that I really did think yeah. that because honestly it wasn't that good and I was like this is gonna be I would have now. to use Brian three strike rule about well we only did it once because okay. I was like you know I'm not even gonna um, go back to that because it really wasn't that good and yeah. usually sometimes when it's not good you'd be like let me Brown just go Sugar, let me, when let Tay me Diggs go fucked so not late and he was like three minutes she's like two he was like four she's like no it was two two and a half two and a half <laughs> that's all I'm gonna give you nigga. <laughs> I'm gonna give you two and a half <laughs> That's all I got. But it, it really wasn't that good. But And we are still friends. But it's just kind of like, mm. Yeah. It was all right. It's not worth going back. It's not worth going back yeah. and ruining the friendship. And then I just didn't, I don't know. Anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like, uh, I really feel like being genuine friends. And not just saying like, not just saying with people in a relationship, say like, this is my best friend and yeah. it really ain't. Yeah. Like, I really feel like, I mean, y'all should be genuinely friends. Yeah. Like, we don't even have, like... Like, we don't even have to necessarily have sex, and we can still have a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have to have, like, the elements of... You talking about a relationship? That's what I'm saying. You don't have to have the elements of a relationship, and you still have a good time with the person yeah. that you are actually in a relationship that's true. with. That's, I think that's very important, actually. Yeah. To be able to be friends and just laugh without always ending in sex. Right. I mean, you need sex. But you, do, you need course. to also have that dynamic to where you can hang out and don't have an expectation right. of it exactly. being touchy-feely. Right. And you have to learn that, and that's one of the things that I'm still trying to learn. Like, not everybody's going to be as sexual as me. Not everybody's going to be as open as me. And you have to learn that, you know everything doesn't have to end with sex and men sometimes we literally have to learn how to reprogram ourselves because especially if you coming off the scene of like you've been hoeing you on that hoe streak and you just been smashing and dashing (laughs) you kind of start having that expectation for your girl right you know what i'm saying where it's like i'm used to getting this what's going on right now Mm -hmm. what's taking so long yeah girls y'all work all day and work all week and then come on like i'm straight yeah i'm tired i'll be tired i heard a pastor say 
one day he said a man can have a broke back and he's still trying to get it in. That's just what it is. But this is there's some this women that, that are like though, that. Yeah, it is opinion. generally. I, yeah, yeah. I can I can do it, but it's like if I'm tired and like you really want to, I can do it, but like don't expect me to put no work in. Yeah. Like I'm not going to be turned up. Sometimes lazy like, sex is the best sex. I'm just lay there on the side. Pure lazy. I'm laying. Give me that sandwich meat. I might turn over. You know, look like a sandwich when it's sideways. Give me that sandwich, girl. Shake it. Big Mac a quarter pound. Give me that bitch with no I mean, lettuce, just cheese and meat. <laughs> I'll take it. Got him. <laughs> Boy, he's a fool. Oh, oh, all right. So I would I would respond to that and, and say, uh, in addition to what Gabby said, because I think what she said, Gabrielle said, is that that's spot on. Yeah. Uh, and I think part of that, for me, <clears throat> I really like when... When you can kind of uh, nurture parts of your personality that may not have been like normal for you in the past, or yeah. you know, like so, like for instance, Monica is kind of introverted um, by nature, but every now and then she'll say something that's real funny that you don't expect to come out of her mouth. I know that kind of that's the kind of stuff that keeps relationship, in my opinion, keeps relationships fresh. Yeah. When you, when you, because as human beings, like I, I'm always talking about how multifaceted we are, yeah. and y'all talk about them big words, blah, blah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> When how many sides that there are to the us? The book. That's right. your new nickname. <laughs> and the so book. For, like I've accepted about myself. If somebody asks who is Gary, it depends on the day. Yeah. Like it, it really depends on the day. I can't tell you just one thing. Because yeah. I'm so many things. Yeah. And so when I can be one thing one day and be this other thing another day, and when your partner can do that and you can nurture those parts to where that's truly part of your personality, yeah. I think, man, that keeps things oh, interesting. Yeah. That keeps things fun. Because there might be one day you you have to be you know, the politician or the, you know, the radical or whatever. And that might translate one way to the bedroom. And then another day you might decide, you know what, I'm... Fuck it. Right. Like, I'm, that's so attractive, though. I'm Exactly. That's so, yeah, that's, exactly. That's, and that's the whole thing with role play. Yeah. Like, people that get into role play, it's like, if you're trying to do it, and and you can tell it's not genuine. genuine it doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, it doesn't but if work. that if that has become part of your personality yeah. and you can really be that, yeah, shoot, right. See, like I feel like if, if I'm in a situation with, I'll use Brian for an example. Yeah. Like if we and Brian are out, <laughs> I'm gonna use Brian. I'm gonna pick somebody. Since like we're out and then like you know, say we in the hood and then like you talking whoop 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 and then we go somewhere and run into somebody from my job and like, then what is whoopty whoopty whoop right and then you get real educated I'm like yeah. what the hell yeah. like, Brian got it right you know what I'm saying like for you to be able to like you said just immediately tap into these different yeah. parts of your personality yeah. and then like for it to be something where maybe you're caught off guard yeah. you're like what the yeah. oh it's going down yeah <laughs> and, and I've heard like, I've heard that right. too because it's like to be able to clean up and like I say coming from Texarkana and being in things and doing things and me and Brian have had this conversation to where I haven't always been this structured to where it's like girls like it like you said where you could put on like a baseball cap you know whatever whatever and still have a little street to you but also when it's that time to turn it up or right, you know on. put a suit on you could do that right. yeah. or even if you want to be preppy but still have like some kind of right. style to it you could do that too right. like it's, it's important to be you know to have multiple layers to who yeah. you are to your personality yeah. it's very important I mean that's one of the things even when talking with like a lot of race of women like white women Hispanic women that's why they like black dudes because black dudes are so many different things man what you see is what you get with a white 
white dude. If he hip hop and he cool, like it's just Rips, like if you see a if you, if you see a white dude in the hood, he's blacker than black. Same oh, thing yeah. with white girls; they're right. blacker than black. If you see them on the north side, they whiter than white. Right. We it's like we kind of change like a chameleon to right. wherever we go. Yeah. If I'm right. in the south, I know not to be driving around like no fucking prude. You know what I'm saying? Right. I know if I'm in the north side, I may have my music loud but it ain't gonna be loud to where it's like fucking up you know disturbing everybody else shit oh yeah it's just a balance that's of who like you one are. time i was when i was with my son's dad we he lived in indianapolis but i flew into chicago so we had to stop like at the mall or something yeah. to get something so i'm at the little uh at the little you know little directory in the mall he's like oh, yeah. girl come on people gonna know we don't know we, we don't we know we're going you gotta just blend like, in just walk i yeah. was like but i'm looking for the you cinema because you know, in places like chicago they'll like, pick you out and they'll rob yeah, you they'll like, follow you yeah girl quit looking at that yeah and i just like look at it on your phone or something yeah Cause you can't. Yeah. When yeah. I first moved here, I was because so many people told me so many things about the city. I never act. Even when I was lost, me driving around, nigga, what's up? Just keep oh, on yeah. moving. I'm lost like a motherfucker, yeah. but I'm just driving. <laughs> I've been on dates where I'm lost. Right. They're like, well, it was back that way. I just, you know, we got about 20 minutes before it actually start. <laughs> right. Just wanted to bust a move. You know, I'm hit a little curb. We're gonna come around, hit that thing. You know, we're gonna get back to it. Uh-huh. You just gotta flow with it. Cause right. you know, you start looking, and you know, guys don't like to know nothing, do nothing wrong. It's like you ever see those movies where it's like they ask the mechanic, and he be like, where are you? Going, he don't know where you going. Where are you supposed to go? You uh, go you're gonna hit that <laughs> down there on Marcellus. You're gonna make a left over there by that house that got the little, you know, the right. porch ain't quite right. Then you're gonna make two rights. <laughs> when you make right. that second right, it be it's left. gonna be right on left. You find your ass right back where he told you. Right. right. You must have missed it. Take that left next time and help Marcellus. Full right. confidence too. Boy. Yeah. Take that. Le- and when you are a salesman, you have to. I remember mm-hmm. when I was selling shoes, they was like, it's all about the confidence of what I had people coming in and be like, what's the support like? Oh man, that cushion is thick. Oh, if you flat foot, it's it's. I could sell you anything. Ask me that's something like now. Sprint. I tell cell you, phone. best cell phone. I don't know nothing about I'm BlackBerry. Like, you need to hold on to it. It got an eight hour battery. <laughs> this bitch probably got a three hour battery. <laughs> then they'll come back. Oh, it ran out in three hours. You did you leave did it on the charge you, all day? You left your, 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 did, your, uh, yeah. Did you roll up? On? Yeah. Did you roll the you cord up? It. You roll that cord up. It makes it short. It gives it a shortage. <laughs> it ain't gonna work. You got it. You got it. You can always. You yeah. can't bullshit a bullshitter. I tell you right now, I will. I can sell you anything. I tell people all the time, if I was that nigga out there cheating and running amok, I could, I'm pretty confident you wouldn't catch me. Oh, okay. that's probably ninety um, percent of women. I'm pretty confident you. You're not going to catch us. Huh? I mean, most of us. Even I'm when dudes sure be, some people yeah. are sloppy. Yeah. But I, you know what? And I had a horrible argument with an ex one time like that because this this particular ex had just been always accusing me of cheating. Yeah. And like I had just my my cup had runneth over. <laughs> And me and my brother were talking about like ninety percent of the time, like I'm usually twenty five percent with a person because yeah. I feel like if I if I was really a hundred, I'm breaking you every time. Yeah. Like if I had no filter, it would just I probably would be dead. So this particular time, I didn't have no filter, and I was so mad. And I was just like, like you know, I said a couple explicits, but it's just like if I were cheating on you, you would never ever find out. I have so many people in the metroplex that I could just like go have, where I'm going, like. Like you would never, you would never, ever, ever find out. If I wanted to cheat on you, I'd take your woman over to Tummy and Cole's place. So is that where you go? No, no, no. That, yeah. Martin is the best fucking reference to yeah. everyday life, man. Yeah. I'd have took over to Tummy's now. Is that like, where you go? My brother is here. You like can go my wherever best, you need to go. My best friend is here. I work at Sprint where I could be there all day, all, all day. night. Switching could, up things. I got a meeting I got to be at. You gonna come up there and find me? The meeting is at the corporate office. Yeah. I mean, it's just so yeah. many things. Make it so far out there. Look at, look, Gary, look at. <laughs> just say it. Where are you really going? 
Yeah. I got a meeting. I had a homeboy who was going through some stuff like that, man, and he looked up and he found her. And he found out where she was at. That's when you get comfortable. It's like on Brown Sugar. Yeah. Remember on Brown Sugar, they yeah. had the same phone? Yeah. And he was like, what well, oh, we celebrate? My divorce. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Richard Lawson. <laughs> <laughs> Richard uh, Lawson. I had to watch that movie again, man. That was, that a, good was movie. a good movie. That was a classic. The 2000s, like the early 2000s, had a lot of the best yeah, black yeah. movies, man. Like, wasn't the, when did The Wood come out? Was that in the At 90s? At the same time? Yeah. The Wood. Yeah. was in a whole That's bunch right. of the same movies. Yeah. And um, yeah. Omar Epps was. Omar Epps and uh, Michael T. What is that dude name? The bald head guy? Oh, I don't know his name, but he was just in. Yeah, what? but he was he was in a lot of. Stuff he was in a lot of them too. Oh. Yeah, because he played in a lot. He did a lot of black movies, but he was also in a lot of like uh, number one box office. His playing like a side role. Was Brown Sugar, uh, Best, Best Man, Man. Um, The Wood, Wood. He was, yeah, The Wood. It was one more that he was in. Like he was like oh, on the street shoot. for a little remember. bit. Yeah, he was. Dang, I can't remember. Then he came out saying he don't really fuck with black women, and that shit. He just, did not say boop. that. He showed his it. wife he, he is showed. just white. No, but he did say something in rep. He didn't say he don't fuck with black women but he did speak about his preference and, that. and that's nothing wrong with that. no it's nothing wrong with that but you know you can't say that black if, black america you can't say shit like if a nothing. person is aware of how black women have been portrayed and they just that still, wouldn't come out your mouth and they still you know prefer white women which i i don't understand why you would but mm. that's fine but i mean some I get, of these I white get, women i get are it drives me crazy when fly. black men like white women just because of you know all the stuff that they see on tv that, yeah they yeah, see yeah, on yeah, tv yeah. Yeah. And they and so they they really kind of hate black women. Yeah. Don't realize realize it. yeah. And yeah, I'm just like man. But I, I agree because I had this uh, a conversation too. I was like, I really, I don't. I'm not gonna say I just blame it on media because sometimes you gotta unplug yourself and become awoke, you know, awake like we talk oh, about. Yeah. And it is because you see all this stuff on TV. Just like T.K. Kirkland was mm-hmm. saying, he was like the Kardashian, and it's true when he said yeah. it. I thought it, he was like the Kardashians has made have made it okay for white women and any other race of women, Hispanics, anything yes, to date black men yeah. yep. because they are so beautiful and they're so wealthy and they're so this that you don't know how many people. People watch them to where they're like, it's actually okay. It's not that bad right. to do this. So not just okay. They make it popular. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I hate the Kardashians. Oh, that's that's all I want. I agree. But it's like, I mean, it's is not fine. Not at all. I'm not gonna say that. She's I'm, not. I'm, not, I'm not gonna fine. go. Fine, Anthony, for real. I'm not gonna I, go you, that far. She's, you know she's, she's very attractive. Let me pretty. find a picture. I would pick. Nah, what I would, I would pick. I would pick Chloe over her though. But this, some guy Courtney over both of them. Nah, bro. Fine, fine men. You got a nice body. Yeah, fine means you have a nice body. And I don't feel She's like cute. Kim has a nice body. But I do. Like well, Chloe did. Diaper booty? Chloe I'm, I'm finna Chloe's is real. For you, for yeah, Chloe. I, I would pick Chloe. Because, uh, well, yeah, I'm going to find a picture a, with Chloe, I'll her take big her out old the nasty butt and skinny legs it's with no and that's what I nan do. muscle. And I do nan, not nan. Not nan muscle. Now, that's one thing I hate, too, when you do have that big booty and them little small legs. This one you know is fake. But I tell you, you know it's real, too, because it's a couple people that start following us on the reality is, and these girls, it's one girl, I guess she's a promoter for like women and I was I got caught looking at ass for about 10 minutes straight just ass videos all black all black women (laughs) and I'm just like you know that thing real because it was like the ass and then the thick thighs and I was like that's that's booty Oh yeah, that's style. Don't have a little droop to it. Like these, I'm, I'm okay, okay with all these. Or two. I mean, I'm okay yeah, with the dimple. Okay. I know, I'm, I know, but I'm saying that's how Shit. you know it's look not. That. That's just like when you go to Photoshop. You can tell when you go when you go to look Photoshop. That, crap. that is disgusting. Now put it on Chloe. Find Chloe. We're looking at pictures no, in the studio. I gotta find another one of Kim. Okay, I got proof. So I know what Kim about. I want to see what Chloe about. What what Chloe about? Chloe's looks much better. Chloe can get it, man. Chloe got breasts. Chloe got personality. Yeah. Chloe got 
she's consistent. She, I mean, I mean, she stuck by Lamar as long as she could stick by the nigga. Right, didn't she got black. She got married. a little black DNA. She got more than black DNA. Uh, even she, hers, like, look at this. Look at look at that? her leg. Chloe. That's Chloe. Yeah, but look at that. Look at that second. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Lord. but you, you see, Man. look at that. That's her, just her, her nasty. thighs go with her butt. You just need to squat a little bit more. That's all. What? She need to take some of them butt shots out. See, what is that one? See, I, yeah. Which one? I saw a video. And that's another thing that people don't realize, too. A lot of these women, they do go work out and squat. And then I saw a video of this girl. She's beautiful. But she had, like, a video where she was going into her monthly or every six-month thing where she was getting a booty massage. And they were giving her the shots. And I was like, damn, I thought it was real because everything else went perfectly right. together. So, but yeah. you just never know. These girls, A lot of those it. fitness women, they, they do work out. But you can tell when it's, it's yeah. still sometimes you can yeah. tell sometimes because it'll yeah. be like it'll be big at the top and yeah. kind of wide at the top it just doesn't look right but this is no, the thing about it should have a little bit of drop out of all the years bro this shit just came pop became popular in like the last five to ten years before then where was all the ass that's why i say i know a lot of this shit is fake because it was even white people were like what is going where did this happen but i will say this i have seen like white girls like just yeah, and they just locally, got it and, but i don't know but no, it ain't just there. huge. It just it's be like there, it's, it's there. Like, it's I've perfect seen, like, for their body. You know when when the like high schools and stuff are like yeah, washing see. the cars, like at the Burger King and stuff like I gotta that. I got to keep driving. I've seen so many white girls. There like, are where white girls that have big butts. From? Yeah. Like, the reason her- what make white women dangerous, man. For one, first of all, they stay in that gym, man. They stay in that gym and they do what it take to be whatever. And in the bedroom, they but, doing whatever. But, but it's some butts. Like, remember that, sh- ep- that they be episode on the, cardio on the show, I guess. I shouldn't say episode. That, um, that ass be right, though. I'm sorry. Asses and asses and asses and asses. And you know, Michelle was talking about how she was going to, she's in some group or whatever. And the women were Michelle. talking about. Michelle. Obama. No, on here. Oh, Michelle, Michelle Williams. Oh. Yes. And she was talking about these women talking about, talking about parenting and stuff. And it's kind of like, well, you have a nanny, you have this, you have that. Oh, so you yeah. have all yeah, the time, all the time. To, to stay at the gym. You better get in I'm picking my kid squats. up and I'm having to take him over here to our class and I'm having to go to class yeah, myself. Yeah. No, right. And I just got off of work. Yeah. So it's not as convenient. Not to say that it can't be done. Yeah. But, but it's, it's, not, it's a hell of a lot harder to, oh, to make course. it to the gym yeah. versus with a white woman who has, you know, a nanny yeah, to that you're that. paying to do all of your stuff. extra money to buy personal trainers and stuff like that. Right, exactly. To come to your house. Exactly. Then to go to Lululemon. Yeah. Ooh, that's ridiculous. What is that? It's a, it's, it's, some, a, it's apparently like an apparel store for women. Works out workout clothes. Right, it's workout clothes, but it's it's one of those apparel stores that you know only white women. Yes, yeah, because yeah, that stuff is is stupid. A sports bra is probably like it's hundred dollars. But if they go to Lululemon, buy you they buy the first of all, you go to the gym, you got to acknowledge that some some of the women that look good also look good because they've got the tights on the, and the enhances, matches lift up and, and yeah, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Like, yeah, I looked at I'm pulling up my Instagram right now for the reality is I think it is on there and bro like even. If you just click that search button, like you can't get away from sex, bro. Like this is just the first thing that comes up, and you see everything. Like this is our page. The reality is, but you click the what? search button. You know how you click that little search button to look for people, and it brings up everybody else. Like if it's twelve squares on there, at least nine of those squares, somebody is fitness or yeah. got something on that's oh, half yeah. naked. You can't get away from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things to where you become desensitized to actually caring about a woman to just looking at them as sexual objects. So when and this is a different topic for another day. But when women be like, why do men objectify? Because you. Give us content to do so. You well, create content you, is also publicized, exactly. and plastered on billboards, so it's and, hard to see you sometimes for more than what you actually and are. I feel mm. like sometimes too, because I'm not saying I don't feel like women don't look at men because I do. I was say, but yeah. y'all yeah, yeah, do it do. so disrespectfully. Like I'm gonna, <laughs> if I look at a man, like I'm not gonna be like, you know, hey. 
yo, yeah, let me have, let me have like, hey, baby, <laughs> right? I'm just gonna be like, oh, girl, did you see him? Like, look, and she, she ain't even gonna look right away. It's gonna be like, but dating in person, period. So but dating different. in person is hard, period, because not, you got women sure. who. I'm, I like to be the type of guy that approach a woman at a bar, but it's like you can have a woman that's attracted to you in person, mm-hmm. but it's just easy because everybody is so used to dating online, using these little dating apps. Like nobody knows how to talk, and even if a dude walks up to you, some women don't even know how to react. The face may change, or they don't know how to talk to the guy. And the guy, if a guy doesn't feel comfortable, he ain't supposed to keep wasting his time. I just feel like social media, as good as it is, it also with the dating apps and websites. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could just get you could download Tinder right now and just boom, boom, boom. You can go through. 100 girls in 10 minutes yeah yeah and then you set up your date and pick a calendar and say i'm gonna see you on this date this date this date every day somebody different and then you go out to a bar and it could be beautiful women right across from the bar and i have guys that go i hang out with and we go out and they never speak to these girls but they be on their phone at the bar going through tinder but i'm like it's a gang of girls in here right here because you know what and i don't i don't know if this is the case but um like a lot of times when i when i'm out Guys will come up and compliment me and say how nice I look, and then that'll be it. And they'll keep walking. I'm like, that's it. Maybe they just want to give you. you a compliment. All the time. Some of them want to talk, hey. but guys are. I'm telling you right now, guys. Or they plan, or they... that that's not a good thing, but it's just kind of like sometimes it's just like, oh, okay, well, I, you know, I think you guys nice really don't have no game, so it's man. Like, you know, I just, I <laughs> your game say... is talking because dudes don't talk no more. What? You guys uh, ain't got no game. Thanks. Well, uh, I'm gonna give y'all some uh, home, some gender, sex, equality homework. When you get a chance, go to YouTube and and just put, type women looking at bulge. You want to talk about women looking at men the same way men look at women? There's a series of videos where these dudes will put like a sock or something in their pants on the on the subway. Just watch the video. It, That's what I'm saying. So I'm not funny. saying that it doesn't. Ha- it, it definitely happens. Like just the other day at work, me and my girlfriend in the car, and this guy was walking across the parking lot. <laughs> And I said, <laughs> "Yeah, tell exactly what you said. I want to hear it wrong." <laughs> I said, "You didn't got a big dick." <laughs> And she was like, he do kind of, I said, because it looked like he trying to walk around it. Like, he was, the way he was walking, Moving. it's like it was in the way and he couldn't walk right. What was that song like, Trey song? He said, uh, they, my head big because I walk, uh, he said something about, they think my head big because I walk like it, like my legs is, or something like, basically saying he kind of, he like, walk around He walk it. gap leg, whatever, and I, whatever, and yeah. He wasn't walking gap leg, but it's just kind of like... I just I, I feel I don't know this to be true but <laughs> the guys who I have that I know have a big dick and I've watched them walk they walk a different way yeah. when they have to, when it's kind of in the way yeah. I'm just saying and then it depends <laughs> so, on the even one and sometimes it don't even have to be that it could be just one of those things where not to be funny what kind of drawers you wearing and if you got bro- like if right, you wear boxes thing. and it's hanging this particular guy of course yeah. I work with him yeah. so I see you walk every day yeah. so unless you're just wearing two little drawers every single yeah. day Which this is how do. he walks every day so I feel like but you like- know some dudes do do certain things to it's like bait for y'all too just like y'all got titties and ass what do you mean what you mean if you don't wear no we'll draws, share. you thirst trap. I've even talked to Artiza been time. I'd be like, I don't want to wear no underwear today. And she's like, well, Yeah, you probably that. need to put some on because it confines all of that. Right. And some dudes, you know, as a guy, if you were, if we wore tight briefs or those briefs that has like, you know, how you could put the briefs on and it has like a drop down in the briefs mm-hmm. where your penis and balls go. Wear that tight enough, and then if you want to wear, you can do any, you can do things to publicize what you have, unless you just don't have nothing at all. <laughs> guys do the same shit, and there well, are guys man. who put, you know, socks in their pants, and there are guys. I saw this. 
one guy. Apparently, bro, yeah. I went to a pool and I was swimming one day and it was this white dude. <laughs> and it was oh like, I was like, why is it like this nigga dick was so huge? But he leaned up out of the pool and as he came up, you know how the shorts come down because yeah. it's the water. <laughs> like I saw he he had a strap on. <laughs> I saw it around his waist. Oh my god! This is at the time I was dating my ex, and I was like, "Do you see that?" And because you know, white dudes like to wear their shorts real short. Like you could see, like it was a silicone when he lipped because he didn't have nothing on with it. He wanted it to be like when he got out of the pool. If his pants don't come down, if he time tight enough, when he get out, the the water sticks to you, so yeah, it's showing the print. Yeah. I told you the other day, but that's I, different. Like I don't judge people. I don't judge guys at the pool because I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, you're gonna I have some shrinkage. Pool, you're, 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 you're stuff's gonna change. That's why when we get out, we pulling like this. We need that every, head. Every we need that dude, head to come out. <laughs> Dude, peep that head out. Every dude do that. He get out the pool. Yeah, you got to peep right that head out. You got to get him to come out. It sucks up. Right yeah, it up. sucks right up to it. He be like, oh, let me get this motherfucker. Let me get this motherfucker out of here. I need this bitch to drop. <laughs> you need it to drop, man. Well, that is funny. Every dude, man. I mean, it, that's why I say you get to a certain age to where you understand, one, your dick ain't growing no more. You get to another age to where you see porn and you like... Your dick ain't the biggest in the world. <laughs> I mean, this nigga in Mexico had a 19-inch dick. I, I would never get to, I would never get to that. And I he, don't aspire he, to. He don't want that. I can't no. remember. No, nobody, yeah. Nobody, said, nobody want that. He said, he's basically homeless because yeah. he said he can't find a job. Can't, no can't woman get a woman. Wants to, I mean, it, it's not functional. It, it literally. You need to be able to, like, it, I, I watched the porn with this dude. I watched the porn with this dude at least had a 12 inch penis and the girl was giving him head. Like, they was in the 69 position and she put the dick on her shoulder like she was carrying something. I was like, like a baby. She, <laughs> like, she literally was giving, she was licking his balls and she put the dick and the dick was like past her shoulder. I was like, this no. bitch like no. what your dick is that big you need to you need to be munching the box like a pro like you need i mean because there's no there is absolutely no way i don't need no 12 They're inches 12 man. inches no. No, and was that flaccid or that was he was on hard oh yeah he was on hard still if he was a fly yeah even if, if it's on hard it's still yeah you can only put it halfway in it's yeah. not gonna if it was 12 if i had 12 inches flaccid i would be uncle gary would have a hard time sitting there. he gonna be he gonna be meat gazing like That's christian ridiculous. say you can't help it if it's sitting like that he gonna be like this nigga here <laughs> like uh, they had a documentary if you go look it up i forgot the guy's name it was a white guy he was overweight and ugly but he had a 13 inch penis not on hard like a he like he had a chipotle burrito on his pants <laughs> and his pants was tight and he was just walking down the street and there was documenting you know they was doing a documentary and i was looking i was just like i would be uncomfortable i'm uncomfortable yeah. when i get on hard in public you know what i'm saying so to have something that you cannot hide i don't want no parts of it i don't want it i don't Nobody want it. else either so uh our time is running out so gabby Thanks for coming in, Gary. Man, good to see you. Good to be you and back. Christian are coming back in the rotation, so that's what's up, man. Monica, thanks for coming out for the support. Artesia, Brian came in. He's doing the photography. Uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and keep up with all things the reality is by checking out the website at www.therealityis.com. Also, email us with show topics or voice recordings about your thoughts of today's show or any show in the past at info at therealityis.com. Where can they find you on social media? I know we've been talking Snapchat. Where, they can, where can they find you? Oh. Um, Instagram is naturally underscore G with three E's G E E E and <laughs> and Snapchat is uh, G S Johnson zero two zero seven. What you got, Gary? Rev Green two. Is that R on Snapchat too? I think so. R E V G R E E N two, and that's like on everything. Makes sense on everything. Oh yeah, that's same thing for Twitter. Okay, yeah, mine Twitter. is just Sir Robert Poe for Instagram. Twitter, 
and I'm on Snapchat as Rob Poe. I just got on, no videos, nothing. I'm gonna try to get to it, but uh, we thank you guys for coming uh, for coming out. We thank you guys for listening. We got a lot of stuff coming up, man. We got to yeah. do some talking. We got a lot of stuff coming up, man. If you want to keep up with us again, just go to www.therealityis.com. And I always remember, inhale courage to excel success, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Get back to this paper. Give me one second. For the other side. For the other side. You can make us do it. Make us come alive. For the other side. For the other side. The Reality Is team consists of myself, Artesia Swindle, Brian Fuller, Gabrielle Johnson, Jessica Henderson, Christian Coopwood, Christian Evans, and Gary Green. The Reality Is is a listener-supported podcast, so I want to take time out to say thank you to our listeners, and we appreciate you, and we'll see you guys next week. Okay, parachute's ready. Boy, the things I go through to get on all on rates as low as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. At American Public University, we believe higher education is not one size fits all. That's why we offer 200 modern programs that build on your knowledge and fit your schedule. Because we believe universities should adapt to the needs of students, not the other way around. American Public University, within reach, without limits. Online classes start every month. Learn more at AmericanPublicU.com.